The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, a mock gallows erected during a far-right protest outside Leinster House on Wednesday afternoon is now the subject of a potential criminal investigation. The gallows displayed images of political figures leading to concerns about incitement to hatred and threatening behaviour. Now, the authorities, of course, are examining the incident, but questions arise about the implications for security and public access to the seat of Parliament. And this development follows a series of protests that have drawn condemnation, raising important questions about balance between the right to protest and the need to safeguard political settings. I'm joined by the political correspondent with the Irish Sun, Adam Higgins. Adam, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Now, do we know what the status of this gallows investigation is? Yes, so a senior uh, officer has been appointed to lead an investigation into everything that kind of unfolded outside Leinster House on Wednesday. So they're going to be going through CCTV footage from around the scene. They're also going to be going through a lot of these far-right uh, social media platforms to take down um, video footage that they had posted themselves from the scene. Um, there's already been 13 arrests relating to public order incidents on the day, but the Gardaí expect that there could be further uh, arrests over the coming weeks as this investigation continues. And one of the pieces that it's centering around is that gallows that you mentioned. So this gallows was wheeled into town with pictures of the politicians and a, a fake body hanging from a noose with cash stuffed in its pockets and pictures of Commissioner Drew Harris in the pockets mm. as well. And they're looking at whether this is an incitement of hatred or an inciting uh, violence offence. Now, it's important to point out that so a file looks to have been sent to the DPP on this, but it's important to point out that these sort of things have come up in the past. So you'll remember during the abortion uh, referendum, there was some graphic and other protests that happened around that. Similar files were sent to the DPP, and the DPP ruled that they didn't want to go there with pressing charges, so so that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So I I think the mood around Gardaí seems to be that something similar may happen here, that his file may go to the DVP, but that may be as far as it goes. Yeah. I mean, they take their inspiration clearly from the events of January the 6th in uh, Washington, D.C., where a gallows uh, was there, and Mike Pence, I think, was one of those uh, that they metaphorically put on the gallows. Um, so this is seen as some sort of, I don't know, political protest you know the the fact that there there never would be a, a lynching here one imagines but it's just kind of copycat stuff from america it really is and i think a lot of the stuff you've seen from that happened in the us and the capitol hill invasion that has been like almost play for play played out over here some of the same even uh, words and everything coming up at the protest regardless of political affiliation TDs are being told that they're enemies and traitors. And it's not just TDs. I mean, we were down at the protest there on Wednesday and catering staff coming into Lenza House, reporters twice I was stopped on the way into Lenza House with these protesters demanding to know who I was, what I was doing there. And when I told them I was a reporter, they kind of hissed at me, told me I was a traitor, an enemy mm. of the state, all this sort of stuff. Um, it's a pity Why didn't you tell them none of your business? Because, I mean, they, they, you know, argue against the state interfering in their business. If they try to interfere in yours, you should have told them, none of your business. I am a libertarian. I don't believe you have any right to know who I am. 
No, and look, you're right, and that's a fair point, and I'd imagine some of my colleagues may have done that, but when I was there, I, I think with these sort of things, it's, you know, you try not to engage with these sort of things. I mean, you speak to these people there as if they're, like, they're, they're normal people, they're out there protesting, we cover protests all the time outside Lenza House, and, like, you always go out to chat to them and maybe take a few pictures, that sort of thing, to cover the protests, but this on Wednesday was kind of a totally different scale. There was no clear ideology of what they wanted, no clear call for what they wanted. Even some of the conspiracy theory stuff that came up from some of the protesters was, you know, out of this world crazy stuff. So I think it was much different than any other protest that's ever been outside Lenta House. Now, uh, they, they were protesting against uh, inappropriate sex education, about immigration, about politicians working for the World Economic Forum. They were protesting about uh, Freemasons, I mean, there was nearly uh, a protest item for everyone who was present, one for every member of the audience. It was, yeah. There was no clear one uh, call at all here. It was literally across the board. Every person you talked to had something else that they were there for. It was literally a protest against everything. It was anti-trans rights came up, uh, anti-sex education uh, at schools. There was loads of bizarre conspiracy theories about a global world order that was conspiring against them. There was chance of uh, Irish lives matter. There was chance of you'll never beat the Irish. All this kind of stuff was coming up and it was... Uh but it did have to say get very tense and I, I don't want to underestimate or um, underplay the level of fear amongst some staff at Lenta House and amongst some politicians on the day. And I think you'll see the reaction now that has happened with the security reviews. The Garda Commissioner spoke to the Minister of Justice yesterday about this. There is a fear that if this something doesn't change here, that this could escalate to a dangerous level. And you've seen Joe Cox's name, the UK politician that was murdered by extremists. That has come up more than once in this conversation. Yeah. At the same time, you you don't want to be too hysterical about this. When you uh, look at events in France, for example, where uh, the streets are in flames uh, when the you know certain cohorts get angry with the government, um, this was not anything approaching that scale. And I'm sure the political class, on the one hand, they want to feel safe, but on the other hand, they don't want to appear to overreact. True. And there was a meeting yesterday with the Gardaí and members of the Oireachtas and a number of measures were considered. So the likes of increase in vetting for people coming into Lenza House, that's on the cards. There's also the consideration of trying to move protests further away from Lenza House, which I know actually a lot of TDs will be disappointed about because a lot of politicians, when these protests happen, will go out and meet the protesters and will discuss with them and get their opinions and bring them back to Lenza House then, bring them back to their political party meetings. And so the idea of moving protests away from Lenza House is something that's not a popular choice, but for safety is being considered as well as, I mean, the idea of a safe zone entirely around center, uh, around Leinster House campus, that came up, but I don't think that seems to be mm-hmm. any movement on that one because it seems to be unworkable due to where Leinster House is. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, among that group of two to three hundred people, there are the estimates, uh, at a max of two of three hundred, uh, probably at least two hundred. Um, were there sort of you know, ordinary people who were there with a particular view. Maybe they were protesting against uh, the hate speech legislation because they might feel that in some way the, it curved their freedom of expression. Um, you know, people who are concerned maybe about the direction in which um, sex education is going for their particular children in their particular schools. And they're perfectly entitled to have concerns, whether we believe they're uh, right-headed or wrong-headed. Um, 
among that group, and many of them were just out to make trouble, and many were, you know, people with genuine views who wanted to be heard. Well, when the protest kicked off at about 10 a.m., uh, when it, well, when it, the full crowd showed up at around 10 a.m., I'd say there was just over about 200 people. And of that group, there were people there who were protesting against the, the hate legislation. There were others who had concerns about what was being taught in our schools. There was others who had concerns about immigration. And look, some of those subjects, there are legitimate concerns there that the general public will have. And I think what really tells the tale of who was there to cause trouble and who was there to protest is when the protest moved a couple of hours later around to the other side, the Merion uh, Gate side of Leinster House, there was a fraction of the number of people who showed up at the Kildare Street side. And those people were the ones who blocked the gates and wouldn't let TDs out. I'd say there was a couple of dozen people there, I suppose, were on Kildare Street earlier on in the day. All right. Uh, and of course, uh, they're looking for their social media moments, aren't they? They're they're, uh, moments that they can share on their social media platforms if they do provoke uh, the Gardaí into taking a a violent response uh, to them. Uh, Speaking of the Gardaí, the GRA are in with uh, Drew Harris. Uh, The meeting started, I think, at about 10 o'clock. And the question is, has Drew Harris blinked? Has he been instructed to blink by the minister? Because... You know, we often say that prisons cannot be run without the cooperation of the inmates, the prisoners. You'd imagine that a guard the force can't be run without the cooperation of the rank and file. Yeah, so this is going to be an interesting one that I think there's probably some way to go on these negotiations. The commissioner met with the GRA yesterday and gave them two clear options. One was to take this uh, roster dispute to the WRC and the other was an internal time-limited process. Now, essentially what that means is more talks between the GRA and the Gardaí and himself, the representatives. So... It, the GRA yesterday ruled out a WRC move and they said they needed more time to consider this new internal talks uh, option. And I think what we're looking at here is probably headed towards that internal talks option, headed towards more negotiations on this. So there's probably a little while to play with this one. Adam Higgins, political correspondent with the Irish Sun. Thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.